0: We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen.
1: Welcome to the Dotcast from Nine Dots. Nine Dots is the online learning community for wedding photographers. You can become a member and find out about our annual conference, the Nine Dots Gathering, at nine-dots.co. Hey everybody, welcome to the Nine Dots Dotcast. It's me today, Rahul Kona and i'm going to be talking to rocio who's speaking at the 9 dots gathering this year hello are you excited about the gathering speaking this year
0: oh yes like i really heard really nice things about it and i like the idea of like the gathering it's like it's not a conference it's not like one more conference and and the ping pong i've th- i've been told about the ping pong the party and the beers
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone loves the ping pong the table tennis it's a uh... It's one of the reasons we chose a venue you know like it's such a like cool venue to uh, it's not a conference venue which is why it's so nice you know like you get to uh, mingle with everyone and everyone's on that's the same nice. like level which is like it's quite cool
0: it makes it more an experience
1: yeah exactly exactly that's what we wanted you know not just to come sit listen to some talks and then you know go home kind of thing make it more of an experience
0: yeah, because actually, when you, when you when you spend time with people, it's when more conversations come along, and and it's also interesting. It's also growing, you know.
1: Yeah, it's it's great for uh, networking as well. You know, like people bouncing yeah. off each other, um, sharing referrals, or people second shooting with each other. Um, nowadays, there's even people that just meet up to do some street photography or just go for a beer or coffee. So it's cool that we were able to like connect these guys all together.
0: Yeah, it's nice. And I've really heard really good things about it. So I can't wait.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, hope it lives up to your expectations. (laughs) Let's see, though. No, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be great. So I wanted to talk to you, you know, like, um, like, I love your work. And obviously, you use a lot of like flash and like, especially off camera flash. Um, So like, how did you get started? in? you know, or why did you think like off camera flash? Or
0: I got started with the off camera flash, I think it like around 2012. So it's been a long time ago and um i i was i was just like my camera at that time was like the canon 5d it was a really good camera but but i I needed a little bit more and i started experimenting with it and i had an assistant with a monopod you know and all these things after after a while of that i i took out all the all the flashes and i went more like natural light and all these things but little by little i've been coming back to to the flashes and um it's been a it's been a while already and uh, i really like it because it's a, it's a tool you know like any other tool and uh, at uh, at the beginning like 3 years ago i was like kind of um struggling because i was feeling like i i i was putting myself into a suit of i'm a documentary photographer and i was feeling bad if i was using a flash but then not always the light is good enough. The available light, it sucked sometimes. So I was struggling, struggling with that. But um, I went to Arles, you know, in France, there's um, Arles, Arles and, uh, and they they have um, a photography convention and thing, and it's just like exhibitions all around the city. And, um, and there I saw the exhibition of Alex Marioli, And he was giving a speech there and he uses flash in his documentary photography. And it was just like a mind blowing moment. And I made a lot of questions to him and, and it was like, okay, it's not, it's not bad to use the flash. You can use it in a documentary way. So that really switched all my work around. And, and I started using the flash and now, you know, like, I always bring it with me if I don't have to use it I don't use it but I always have it there you know and sometimes I would just put it and or put it in a tripod or put it with a clamp and I have it there and if I need it I just I just switch it on or switch it off you know
1: yeah yeah for sure I mean if you shoot in England (laughs) there's always rubbish natural light (laughs) it's never any good so You know um, yeah everywhere to be fair you know unless you're shooting on a beach at sunset or something then you're gonna have amazing light but apart from that um
0: yes but you know like we 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 should like because at the beginning i was just like using it in churches or inside and uh, two years ago i or no almost three years ago i had an outside wedding and i love outside weddings blah 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 but then the bride was in the shadow of the tree and the groom was in the sun, and uh, and it was just like really, really hard. and i was I was so mad at myself because my flashes were in my in my car, and i couldn't I couldn't stop shooting and go bring my flash, you know, so since that ceremony, I always put my flash. If I don't need it, I don't use it, but it's always gonna be there, you know,
1: yeah, I, I, I do pretty much exactly the same to be fair I always have them ready and then if I do need it then I'll use it if I don't they're just there on the side but at least I don't have to like you say kick yourself in the foot and be like oh my god you know I if I just had this one flash then it would have helped me here or you know
0: um yeah
1: it's
0: like sometimes you use it like more in a creative way to make a, a picture that it's more artistic or creative but sometimes you just need it, like, uh, and and sometimes in some of my pictures, you cannot tell that there's a flash, but there was a flash. So it depends also the way you use it and with the modifiers that you use it, it it's gonna make the all difference on the look of the picture.
1: For sure, I think that's that's the skill because. I think most most people love to um use off-camera flash to make more creative images but i love uh looking at images and then realizing that oh they use like flash here and like you can't tell because they've balanced it so well with uh with the ambience which is like a really hard skill to uh to get right you know because not only is it like exposing but also like getting the color temperature right or like putting the right modifier or gel on the on the on the flash to
0: to, so it balances with everything it's a lot about the modifier you use and the way, the position that you put the the flash. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, do you, so now do you use the flashes like all the time? Well, you bring them out all the time and then if you need to use them, you use them. If you don't, you don't, you just. Yeah,
0: yeah. I will always put like a flash in a tripod, but also there's a flash in the monopod. Always, like 10 steps away from me. Because uh, if I'm in a hurry or something happens or whatever, I just grab my monopod and I can hold it for myself, and I have the light on the side for me, or if my assistant or somebody's there, they just grab it, you know?
1: Yeah, and, um, you, So you carry your camera in one hand and then a monopod with like a flash on the other.
0: Uh, yes, yes. when I have to do that, yes, I would do that. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> At the beginning, it was just with my hand but my arms are not that long you know so i figure out like if i put it in a monopod it's it's making my my arm longer
1: (laughs) yeah yeah spreading the light
0: you you have to learn to do it you know and it could be like sometimes i do that in the party but it depends on the party because sometimes could be really dangerous to do that but normally like you can if if you know how to move your body and if you're confident about it I and mean, if you do it like constantly you you get used to it and it's it's really nice way to um, to light up and it's better than having the flash on top of your camera anyways you know
1: Yeah yeah I I, I haven't put my flash on top of a camera in like probably like 3 years <laughs> <laughs> maybe even longer um, I, I was always rubbish at bounce flash because that's another good skill to have. You know, like so, some people are brilliant at, at using a, a bounce flash and, and moving the, the flash in the right angle and bouncing it off the right wall. And
0: yeah,
1: I, I was just never good at it. And yes, like,
0: I think me neither. You know, like I've done it, but it depends. And it's after it just depends on the place you are and what's the ceiling or what it's bouncing to. So for me, it's like you cannot control it that much. And i prefer to control things it's like uh, i always use my flashes in manual mode i i i have no idea how to use ttl or anything of that uh, i don't me want
1: either. i don't even know how to use any of that stuff
0: yes
1: I, manual yeah.
0: yeah and i don't i don't i don't want the machine to wait to to think for me so same if i bounce a flash if i'm going to stay in the same place like stay still okay because i made the decision but if i move around it's gonna bounce in different places every time. So I'm not thinking it's it's just like letting it to the universe wherever it bounces, you know. So, but I respect the people that do it like that. I'm like, wow, you know, like as I'm not able to do that.
1: Yeah, some people, some like yeah, I can't think of the top of my head, but I, I've seen some people do it and they do it really well and yeah. and, and and nail it. But and I'm, I'm i look at them in awe, going, oh, man, I wish I could do because it'll be quite nice sometimes, like freeing to be able to do that. Um, because sometimes when I'm using I don't know like I don't know about yourself but when I'm using off-camera flash like if I set up in a room or in a, in a hall or whatever there's are certain areas which are just like dead spaces um, mm-hmm. because the light is not reaching there and there's nothing I can do about it unless I bring 10 flashes or something like that mm-hmm. and then those people to me are like dead like you know if anything happens in that space I can't shoot it and sometimes okay. some really cool stuff does happen in that space and I've been like oh
0: oh but if I, you I, have your flash in your monopod you could reach it you know <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I might have to buy a monopod. I don't own one, so.
0: Oh, yes, you have to. But, you know, like there's there's one this year I shot a wedding, we shot a wedding with Frank, and it was it, it was really challenging because it was like four tents altogether. But it was it was not nice at all, you know, like the the the, the tents and uh, per se were not were not beautiful. So, the entrance, we did it as we should normally with the monopod and all these things. And then I looked at the pictures in the camera and I was like, oh my god, this sucks. It I don't like it. It doesn't look good because of what you're saying, you know, and and it was just like I, I remember we we sat down and and I was just looking at the camera and I was just like squeezing my brain like what how how do we solve this? What do we do in this situation? So I remember taking like four napkins and and putting the four na- napkins in, on top of the table and saying okay each of these napkins is square you know like because there were four tents together yeah. and and then it was like oh my god what do we have to do it's we just put the clamps and we bounce the flashes towards the ceiling so we make everything with light and it was just amazing you know because i, I i've never done that before because normally we have like a other type of, of things or other type of tents and you can light them in a different way. So I put my flashes in my tripods or whatever. But this one, like, it was not working because the light couldn't reach everybody because there were this uh, the sticks of the tents, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was really hard to light it. But suddenly when, when I realized that bouncing it to this, because they were white, so there was light everywhere. So no matter where things were happening, I, I have, I have light. So sometimes you just like, cannot say like, I always do this like this and it works. I do have my system. I do have my sketch, like my, my starting point. But then after you just have to, to adapt yourself to whatever you find, you know?
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. For me, it's just that I never am intense, <laughs> just the way that all my weddings are, you know, like I'm in the marquee now and again, but most of them will just suck the light in. Yeah. So like these are these it's a very rare situation where, you know, people are being in dead space. Like and and I'm um, sometimes, you know, like sometimes like for me in my weddings, the bar is like on the other end or it's even in another room sometimes. So mm-hmm. like if if the bride and groom are suddenly there doing shots with their friends, then I just I just quickly run and I take one of the flashes and I run it with me and then I put it by the bar by the bartender or something and then I'll start shooting that way. <laughs> you <know>? Like <clears throat> and pray that no one knocks over the flash or you know it doesn't mm. fall on anyone or whatever but that but that's that's the only way I've done it um but there are sometimes yeah. when I've missed moments like purely because no yeah. one is in in that space but it's yeah. you know like I kick myself at that moment in time then sometimes when I drive home I kick myself going oh my god but by the time that's I true. deliver the images and I do the slideshows it's like no one even remembers you know that little hug or that kiss like I remember it but those guys, they're too drunk or they're having a good time. They they don't remember it. And I've got other hugs and kisses of that same nature anyway. But in the beginning, I am like literally like punching myself in the face, going, "Oh my god, how did I miss that? How did I miss that? Like there should have been light here. And, we always
0: you know. make mistakes, huh? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's also the beauty of of photography because. Uh, I I don't think I, like for me, it's never perfect. I I never do my perfect job. I always, always make mistakes. So my first question, every time I, I leave a wedding, it's like, okay, what did I do wrong? How could I, who, how could I have done something better of what happened? You know, and just right away, because everything is fresh in my mind. And then when I see the pictures, when I'm selecting my work and I, I, I am mad with myself and I say, Oh my God, why did you do this? And, but I learn, you know, like I, I, I think, okay, I did this, but I could have done it this way. So I think like thinking this way has given me, like, it helps me to have tools when I find myself in, in trouble, in a, in a, in a wedding, you know, like, like this tent situation was like, what can i do you know so i think about it before because i've seen situations like this and in the past i was not able to 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 solve it but now i have the solution in my mind because i've already thought about it at home many other times you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah totally i mean that's one of the reasons i call um like quite quickly after a wedding because everything is still fresh in my mind and then i can see my mistakes like yeah. oh i should have been here i should have been there or you know just just little things that i've i've messed up on or or even some big things now and again but that's that's why like i mean this is a totally different subject now i'm totally going on a tangent but this <laughs> yeah. is why this is why like you know um like i like to call everything myself and i like to edit everything myself because yeah. it teaches me every time I, I i go for a wedding it like
0: you you're you are your own best teacher <laughs>
1: yeah yeah some yeah sometimes but like at least oh, i can yeah. realize my 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 faults and my mistakes and and also like with, when it comes to the editing side, I guess I can I know how powerful or how much I can do with that file as well um, yeah
0: you know yeah. for my for my look
1: so that so then I know that oh, if there's just a little bit of light over here, it's still all right with my off camera because I know that it will all come out nicely in the edit, but then I will also know oh if it's completely like dark, then it's not gonna look like my look and it's not gonna come out good in the edit, you know yeah so that's that's why like' it's, it's, I think um, it's important to do it stuff yourself because yeah like you said you you're your own best teacher and uh, yeah you can really like understand your mistakes and and then
0: it's like there's not there's no uh, no mistake if there's um, a teaching thing you know like if you learn from it it's not a mistake it's like it's a lesson you know what i mean
1: oh yeah 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 it's always a lesson (laughs) that's what i tell myself
0: if you (laughs) if you learn from it if you don't learn from it it's just a mistake (laughs)
1: yeah no true I do I do try to learn from my mistakes but then sometimes oh man I've been at weddings where my brain just goes dead and I made the same mistake again but then the third time I I won't make that mistake because then I have learned.
0: (laughs) Sometimes I feel like oh my god how come I make this mistake once and again and again and again you know like oh (laughs) it's it's... It's just like always uh, things happen fast and I'm really picky with my my composition and my edges and the hands and not cutting. And sometimes you just cut because it's you, you cannot. Uh, predict exactly where the people are going to move their hands and things like this so
1: that that's one of my biggest like bugbears you know like when hands are cut off or I cut off a head or even an ear it's either ears in or out of like for me or like I get that picky as well because like when, I, when I'm like culling I'm just like oh my god why didn't you just take the smallest of step back and you could have had yeah. his hands in and even though they love the moment the emotion to me all I can see is the tops of the fingers chopped off I can't see anything else in that frame anymore. It's just yeah. literally all I see is the bottom of the frame. The hands are gone. I'm like, oh, I hate I hate myself for that, you know? Um, yeah, just
0: totally recall with that. <laughs> yeah, but cu-
1: the couples, they don't care. You know, when you deliver it, they're still like, oh, it's amazing or whatever. But for yeah, me, but I'm it's like, like oh, it it's, it's not right. Yeah. with
0: your own pictures you know like if a photographer comes and shoot you uh, your shoot pictures of you and your family you are not going to be that picky no yeah you
1: know? you're
0: right like it has happened to me because we are really Frank and I were really really picky he's he's just like super picky and we have had photographers shooting us as family and 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 when they deliver the pictures they're always like oh my god what are they going to say but actually for us it's just like the moment and and it's really important we We have to keep this in mind, you know, like I'm really picky, I'm super technical, but I cannot forget what's really important, you know, like real moment and the emotion that it's behind. So yeah. it's just about a balancing thing.
1: yeah, I'm, I'm I'm the same, I think. Like when I get photos back as well with people that take it, I, I'm not that picky. Even if I give the camera to my cousin or to some someone random and they take a photo, you know, and I'm just like, I like it because it's just a nice memory. Sometimes I take photos of my daughters and you know what I just think to myself oh you're so close why did you chop the top of her head off like I look at my photos (laughs) that way and I still keep the photos of my daughters but then I'm like that's just like just really like I get really frustrated um and then I keep learning I think that's a good good way to learn as well just like by me for like shooting my own kids like I I, because they're so fast it makes you try to react not react fast but like slow down and figure out what their next move is <laughs> and then and then be ready for them so then you can just like be like a sniper and be like yes i got that frame or whatever you wanted you know
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i wanted to 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 ask you something i can no <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. so do you do you use modifiers for your flashes i'm curious uh, yeah yeah
1: I, I don't use too many you know like Okay, so when I first started, I used to have everything. I had like these pro photos, and I used to have like the umbrellas and um, soft boxes, and then those I don't even know what they're called, but the hard kind of soft box, like oh, I don't even know. Uh huh. I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm not even technical with it. Um, but like anyway, it was just like created like hard light and stuff, and and I used to do all this stuff, and then a mag mod came out, and basically. I just use now I just use um magmod on well every flash has the magmod uh what's your I, favorite
0: magmod? Uh
1: magsphere. But to be fair, for portraits, I that's like the uh a gel, grid, and the magsphere basically is is um what I use. Yeah. And then when I when I shoot um like a reception, so every reception I shoot is is always off-camera flash. Like throughout the whole thing, um it's just bare flash with a CTO Joe.
0: Oh so, really? Bare with just the CTO. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I- just I think my my favorite tool uh, from Magmod is the Magbeam. I I just love the Magbeam. <laughs>
1: really? You know what? You're gonna show me how to yes. use it. I say
0: the Magbeam is my is my lover. <laughs>
1: I've, I've got I've got the MagBeam and you know all those funky like the silver cutout. Oh uh, yeah, you yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. But I've I've never used it. No,
0: oh, I don't, I don't, I don't use that much the, because the you know the MagBeam has two different uh, type of lenses. So with the silver things, uh, I like that, but I uh, I don't use it use them that much. Okay. That it's more for creative things, creative shots but what i use the most is the magnifier the telelens one oh,
1: yeah. okay
0: because um it multiplies my light and so i can use my flash in a lower in power yes a lower power so i can shoot more and i don't have to change batteries that much and um i use now the godox yeah same the 8200 that it's it's a little bit bigger but it's so good and the the battery is big you know and and you can shoot like almost a whole wedding with it. And if you put that with the Mag Beam, so that is my two go. If I can only have one flash and one modifier, it would be this one. You know,
1: really, I'm, I, yeah. might the, <laughs> I might have to try the I might have to try the Mag Beam out. Um,
0: <clears throat> oh yes, you have to. So it's a harsh <throat> light, but I like harsh light. So that's my thing. You know, I like that that light.
1: Yeah. But Do you I use it during to- the ceremony then as well? <laughs>
0: Oh yes, and you know, like when you are in an outside ceremony and the sun is there, yeah. with the magbeam, beam, boom, you 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 can you can kill the light. You know, like you, it's the for me, it's the only way to if it, like this summer we had a wedding, 42 degrees, 1 p.m. in wow. Valladolid in the center of Spain. You know, and uh, so the the bride and the groom were in the shadow, but the the bride's dress was in the sun. <laughs> Oh. You know, so if I hadn't had the the eighty two hundred with the McBeam, the either the dress was blown away or they were dark, and thanks to the McBeam, i i I put it towards their faces and their bodies, and I could kind of like you can see there's a different light because of course there is, but the dress is correctly exposed, and they are correctly exposed, you know, yeah. And that is for me. That's a game changer.
1: Yeah, I might have to try it. I've, you know what? Like, I'm a sucker. I buy all the gadgets, so I've got everything that MagMod. Up okay. Until, up until they released this uh, softbox. Um, oh, I, I, guess... I just
0: I just have it, and it's just amazing. But it's too big. It's too so big. It's nice that's the thing. For, like... for portraits, and maybe I'm I'm gonna bring it this year for uh, some weddings. Maybe if I if I have like a two or three day wedding, that I have a lot of those that I have more time, and I have time to do, like, some portraits. So maybe for those weddings, I'm going to bring that, because yeah. I, I the light is just amazing. It's just so beautiful, so soft, you know?
1: Like, okay, you know, all... I mean, I love the light that most softboxes produce, like whether it's Magmod or Profoto or Elinchrome, like softboxes yeah. just produce amazing light, but they're just too big. And whether it's with magnets or not, I've seen the, the case that, you know, like the video promos yeah. for it. It's just like, I'm trying to streamline all my stuff. So it's the smallest. So, yeah,
0: well, me too. I, I use like, Fuji, you know, the smallest cameras and everything. Yeah. But, but like if I have to go just for one day wedding, I, I wouldn't bring it because it's too much. But if I'm, I'm going to be like there the whole weekend and we're going to have different um, activities and things, then I, I will bring it because I know at some point it's going to be really good for my photography and, and to take this time to do portraits because I want to be a complete photographer, you know. So I this year it's like what I'm going to focus on, you know, like I've been a really documentary moment photographer, but I also want to to shoot details and to shoot the best portraits uh, I can. Uh, so I'm I'm going to start doing these things also.
1: Yeah, nice. I mean, it's good. Like I, I when I first started, I was really into like portraits and then uh, I started getting more and more into like documentary and, and like emotion and, and, and stuff like that because it really like resonated with me a lot. But even for me, I think this year, like I really want to, I really want to change and step up my portrait game um, and like really mix things up and do some like cool stuff. Um, Sometimes, you know, like I have all these ideas in the beginning of the wedding season, but then when it comes to the weddings, I just get lazy and I just fall back into like what I know and what I'm, I'm what they've booked me for, if that makes sense, like what I'm decent at. And then I'm like, oh man, so I'm really going to like I think that's the one beauty about doing less weddings is that now I can be like less lazier when I go to a wedding. I, I feel more excited and I can um, uh, yes, try, I try new that things as well. Thing.
0: Yes, yeah. because uh, if I if I shoot too many weddings, I'm going to get tired and I'm going to get super lazy. But I try to keep my numbers like like low, you know, like 12, 15 the most. Because I think if I I've shot like one year I shot like 36 weddings or things like this and it's too much it's too much and you you kind of get super tired of it, but if you if if you shoot a good a good number that you're comfortable with and that you have time also to do your post production to deliver with time to de- to to get involved as as much as you can, so the same for the wedding day because you're not as tired but if you are shooting weddings on fridays and saturdays and then and wednesday and then you know like and all of them like really straight on three four months every weekend and friday saturday friday saturday you you get tired and you cannot be creative and and you don't you you get lazy because you don't want to do all these things
1: yeah yeah i have found myself doing that before as well but like yeah my, my like I like like to try and do about 20 so 20 weddings for me is is comfortable and quite nice and yeah it makes me not lazy sort of <laughs> you know
0: everyone has to find their sweet spot you know
1: yeah exactly exactly but like, yeah so let me ask you like when when was the first um wedding that you did like fully you know off camera i'm just trying to think like for me i remember i did this one wedding reception and um i got a second shooter because i really wanted to nail like off-camera flash so i got a really good second shooter to come with me um obviously paid them and everything and i was just like look you're gonna shoot this reception as if it's yours and i'm gonna shoot as if i'm a second shooter but then i'm gonna use off-camera flash so you're like my safety and i'm gonna mess around and this is how it's gonna be and I did that like four or five years ago or something and you know just yes, for it, me
0: that it's been like eight years
1: did you did you have a second or did you just suddenly just
0: oh, so, so when I started doing this i I had a, a I contracted an assistant he was just there to to hold the flash for me back then i I've, I've had many things I've had second shooters I've had assistants I, I go back and forth one thing and another and now lately like the last two years I'm just going like like there's no second shooter it's more assistant so like they have their camera and they can shoot something whatever but their priority is to be there for me for my flash and my my monopod
1: okay that's cool what i was trying to get at was like you know obviously the first time you shoot a wedding like off-camera flash or a reception or something you're obviously taking a risk so when you when you um decided to do this you weren't Well, you took a really big risk because you just had the assistant. You didn't even have someone second shooting like I did, I I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I was taking... This is 2012, you know, and I was already taking risks because I was just shooting... Before I was this, I was just shooting with a flash on top of my camera. And that sucked. So... (laughs) and I don't know it's like um and for a long time I was um like putting my flashes in the tripods and I was always with my camera with the flash on top of it so I had two cameras so like even if it was not super good to have the flash on top of the camera it was like the safe place to be you know and after when uh, when it was with the Mac with with mag with the mag sphere I would have my camera one camera with the flash on top of it with the mag sphere and the other one would be the camera with the off-camera flash. That was for a long time, but I I think uh, last time I did that, was more than three years ago. So now I'm really comfortable. For me, my my playground, it's like the getting ready and the party. So I've been trying everything that I have, that I can imagine, like for eight years in the parties. So I've always stayed longer. And because if you miss something in the party, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, no, it doesn't matter.
0: yeah so so the the parties have been my playground and I've tried many many things putting the flash in the floor putting backwards putting you know like putting gels and whatever you know
1: three yeah. flashes
0: five flashes I've tried a lot of things <laughs>
1: yeah you know what I've, I've been the same I, I've even uh I've never put it on the floor because I think my flashes will just get kicked around like a football but <laughs> I think i <I'm, laughs> like you know um but I've I've changed like obviously positions. I've changed like switching one two three four on, one two three four off, or like I've tried like backlighting with a color gel just to match a DJ light or to give stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, I, I think that's a that is a really big benefit of like obviously like I always I always stay till the end of every wedding. So you can I'm risk just, hey, it. Yeah, you can risk it, and then you learn as well. Then I'm like okay, this was a good yeah. idea in this kind of space.
0: So like this last year, what I what I was focusing on, I wanted to. To have lighted the the whole room, so this this last uh, weddings I, I shot last year, always I was trying to light everyone in the room, but not with the bouncing flash and it, with a nice light, you know, like uh, and that had been a challenge this year, and I learned so much. I'm so happy what with the results of it, you know, because sometimes I I've used like five flashes in yeah. a venue. And, and it's just amazing. And I've learned so much this year. And so now for this coming year, I know what I have to do. I know because I want everyone to, you can, so that you can see everyone. And I don't know if you, you can remember now, like a picture I took this year of everyone is watching a a slideshow and you can see everyone's faces in the room.
1: Oh yeah. I think, I think I've seen that.
0: Yes. And that is just amazing. And that's with five flashes, you know,
1: (laughs) yeah that's crazy
0: and you cannot tell it's a it's a big it's a flash because if I just boom uh lighted uh whatever you're gonna say oh there's a big flash no you 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 just like you doubt because I have had photographers writing to me like how is this lighted (laughs) what did you do
1: (laughs) I, I mean I keep my flashes on the lowest power possible most of the time yeah so it's like always just gives you a hint of light and it's not too off camera flashy if that makes sense like
0: yes i don't yeah, want, yeah. like i
1: don't want people to tell there are some some of my images you can easily tell because like i'm shooting into my flash and you can see it but most of the time i try to make it look like it was just a reception hall you know and it was the light that was in there because even though i guess i'm using my own flashes i don't want them to think that oh we didn't ask for this lighting why did our dj give us this lighting when our lighting should be like this this and this you know so i'm still trying to stay true i guess to what the uh, the couple wanted on that day the, but
0: sometimes but, the dance floor it's it sucks sometimes oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not nice at all you know so i find like create that that is a moment to create things with with the gels and with the mac mac beam with the the silver things and and make it more beautiful
1: yeah no i i agree like i always want the the couple i guess to remember the day better than what it was if that makes sense so like yeah. even if they if they even if their dj was rubbish and they had only had two lights like i would light it up and make it look like it was way better they they probably go home thinking wow our dj was really good he must have had a lot of lights for it to look this nice <laughs> it's like really <laughs> it's just my like my flashes you know like yeah i i agree like I, I i will put the flashes when when the dance floor really does suck some sometimes it sucks the opposite way like I'm in situations sometimes where there's too much light. Like there's so much going on. Like I have like some clients where they have like proper lighting rigs at the top and it it looks like a nightclub. And Okay. And it's like the opposite of like when it's really dark, it's too much light. And then trying to overpower that and trying to make like nice images is really difficult. It's harder than if there was no light. I, I can't explain it. Like, but you have to be yeah. in a situation to <clears> to uh
0: to make the decision, to make the right call. Yeah. But this is the thing when when you when when you manage and you your when you manage the light, like you are you are you are in power of it, you know. Like, so that's how I feel, you know. Uh, when I arrive to getting ready, I just take a look. I look at I, for sure. The first thing I I I switch off the lights and I I want my natural light. For sure, this is my first choice. But if the available light and if the natural light is not good enough, now I'm confident and I, and I just put my flash how I like and I just shoot with that, you know? And that, I think it's a, it, it's a game changer because it makes you more comfortable. And I know I can, I can deal with any situation, but this gives me liberty. And I think to getting to that point to control your flashes, it's just like you feel safe
1: yeah okay. as long feel- as
0: you have your monopod with your flash everything's gonna <laughs> <Yeah. be> okay <laughs>
1: everything's gonna be all right you know you know like it was this one wedding reception I was just thinking about it now it was in a it was in Manchester somewhere I can't remember where but um it, I think I spent the first 55 minutes of that wedding party not taking any good photos literally I couldn't get the flashes to work or like you know to work in my favor I couldn't get the light I, I tried setting up Four flashes, then full power, then half power, then taking yeah. some flashes away, then trying to overpower. Then I was like, "It's like, should I just do bounce? Like, or should I just do natural light?" And it took so long before I realized that, like, how I could work that room. And it was lucky because this one wedding didn't have a first dance, so oh, you were that, that's they were, yeah, that was really lucky because that saved me because they would have had photos, but they would have just wouldn't have been my style of photos. They wouldn't have been like what I like to like deliver. Yeah. the client would have been all right with it but like it wasn't good enough for me um and then yeah and then i spent 55 minutes just wandering around this room and i stayed right i had a wedding the next day which was a three-hour drive away and this wedding finished at 2 a.m and had to be ready at the next place at 7 but i oh, stayed yeah. right until, yeah but i stayed i had to stay until the end because i was just like i missed the first 55 minutes like
0: yeah
1: just trying to get the light right like and i was moving the flashes like there was pillars in the way so I had to move them in a bit and then I had to put like chairs around the 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 light stand so the
0: best friends I have a bag full of clamps and and there's always somewhere you can put a clamp (laughs) so when I go into a room I just look okay where are my clamps oh I can put a clamp here and where I cannot put the clamp I would put the tripod but if I can save the tripod I would just put clamps. And yeah. there's always a place to put a clamp. It's amazing. <laughs>
1: it's, yeah, no, I know. And
0: sometimes so, I ask for a for a stairs. You know, like, it's stairs, you say this?
1: Oh, like a ladder, you mean?
0: Ladder, yes, ladder. Yes, sorry. Yeah. So okay. so sometimes, I because I always, like in the cocktail time, I take some pictures, but then I go to where the, the dinner is going to be and all these things, and I start analyzing all this in advance. So sometimes I just see that, I could put my, my clamps somewhere, but it's too high. So then I just ask the somebody, uh, do you have a ladder? And I just take the ladders and I do this be- before people come in the room. So when they come in the room, I already have my, my lighting set up. I always manage to find something where to put my clamps, you know. And uh, you really have to get creative about it but it's nice because then the tripod it's not in the middle then you don't have to bring that many tripods and your flash is safe and people are safe you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, what, um, what clamps are you using?
0: Uh, so I've I i use I've tried many you know I used to use ones but they were too big and too heavy and now the ones that I use are some newer clamps so just like really cheap clamps but they're really good. fit a, a thick Door or a table or a chair, or I don't know. This is like I put clamps everywhere. <laughs> so I have like at least like uh, five or six clamps because sometimes I also use a GoPro. So sometimes I use it for the GoPro. Sometimes I put my tripod with one flash, lighting like the couple for the first dance. And yeah. then with the clamp attached to my tripod, I put a flash for the guests. You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah, I yeah.
1: Have, Facing I, the other way. Yeah.
0: I light both of them, and I just use one tripod.
1: Makes yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a, that's a cool idea. Like, yes.
0: Um, so, so that you like try to economize as much as possible because I travel a lot. So normally I bring one or two tripods, and uh, but I bring more flashes. So I bring a lot of clamps.
1: Well, all your flashes, all eighty two hundreds, then.
0: So. So this year I changed because um, before I was using, I was using um, Young Nuo flashes. Yeah. But this year I I changed. So I now, right now I have like two two hundreds and two V1. And I had my Young Nuo just in case because this year I was sometimes using them like slave mode if I needed it but i guess i, I will buy another 8200 so i'm gonna be like with 380 it, i really la- love that that flash and um and i love the round head like the round head it's just like the light that goes out of it it's just amazing oh really it's really oh oh yes it's like is that three, the
1: is that the three 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 the, the profile a1 or
0: like the one three. yes so like but the 8200 has uh you can buy it the head Okay. So you, you you buy the round head, and and the light spreads so nicely, it's just amazing. And the the last thing I did is I put a I managed to put the the mag the mag uh, the Magmock thing to the yeah. round head. It's really hard.
1: Yeah, was, I can imagine. I can't even put it on a normal flash. It was
0: so. it was so funny. We were in a in a hotel room with a friend Zoe, and I I was in in Portland. And we are talking about this, and we were trying things with a flash, and and she was like, maybe we can put it in the round head, and I was like, wow, no, it's too hard. And she said, like, Erica Mann once said, like, it's like putting a condom to an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and it was it was really hard to put it, but now it's there, so I left it there, and I can't wait to to use that with the with the boob with the sphere max yeah. sphere. And I think that combination is gonna be just like hyper nice because the round head it's already super soft and the transition of the light it's really really nice and uh, i think uh, sometimes i want like really really soft light so i I can't wait to to try this this the round head plus the um, max sphere because i'm sure it's gonna be like really soft light
1: yeah Sounds, that, that's what I love about the MagSphere, you know why it's so small, and like, it just, it, on a normal flash, It for me, it produces really nice light, it's not the softest, it's not like, as if you had a big giant softbox, like, don't get me wrong, because no, you, can, no, no. you can never but, replicate that anyway, but it's, yeah. for me, it's, 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 it's nice, nice. It's, yeah, it's
0: nice. Life. For me, it's for the party, for the party, I used it a lot, and with the monopod, that's like, always the round head, and it was so funny. I we we call it all the time the boob you know so it's like oh give me the boob or whatever and when guests hear you they're like what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the most funny thing happened at a, at a wedding i was shooting uh, with with the flash with the with the max sphere and the father of the bride came to me and he said like can i make a question and said, yes of course and he said like why do you put a condom into your flash <laughs> like and my answer was actually it's not a condom it's a boob Ah. (laughs) it was really 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 funny but you know like i i love magmod it's just amazing because it's it's not heavy it's easy to bring everywhere and it's just an amazing modifier i i I would never use my naked flash like never ever
1: i i've used magmod modifiers all the time but most of the time i just use gels so um yeah so sometimes I think uh, maybe like the magnets are a bit too heavy. They make my flash heavier. So yeah. I do sometimes think, should I just take Velcro for this year and just put Velcro and then just have like two flashes with the MagMod modifiers? So then I can use those for like portraits or or yeah. like bridal prep. And then the rest, because I keep my flashes pretty much bare, you know, just um just have Velcro with the with the CTO gels on there. It will make the flashes a bit more lightweight, you know, in my bag, the especially only- for destination weddings like
0: yeah the time. only problem i have in destination weddings with the with the Mac mod it's that if i bring the flash in my bag with me they always make me take it out because i guess it looks like like the bullets you know like okay, the yeah. packets look like a bullet so and also the um, the silver things I've been stopped because of that, like, what is this? And they try to cut and I'm like, no, this is a modifier of the light. So then I have to explain everything and you put it in the light and then you put this in and and they're like, okay, okay, okay. You know what you're talking about. (laughs) And
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd like once, um, like a lot of the times I've I've only been stopped because of like the lenses, because basically if the lens, lens isn't attached to the body, uh oh. this guy was giving me a lesson but basically ha- ha- the security was showing me but it's just a it's just a black hole and they well this is with my canon lenses so it couldn't pick them up so it would just be like a black hole in in the middle of your bag and then oh. that's why they always empty my bag and would be like oh what is that and i'll be like oh it's just a lens and they're like oh yeah okay carry on because oh. it's because it's not attached to the camera they can't decipher it yeah it's really strange but that, that's it what this guy said
0: in, in in morocco they 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 almost didn't let us in, and it was because of uh, Frank's uh, lens, the seventy two hundred, the Canon one. And they were looking at it everywhere, you know, like opening and and we're like, you know, it's just a lens. And
1: yeah. they were
0: like, where is the where is the um, the osmo the the thing to to fly, you know? Oh, the drone. Um, drone what's the drone where's the drone and we're like we don't have drones and they were looking at this white thing and this is a drone and we're like no this is a lens
1: yeah <laughs> yeah not allowed you're not allowed drones in morocco no, and they- in, in a lot of other uh, countries we didn't, now no we didn't
0: know, we didn't know yeah. it and hopefully we didn't have any drone you know but if you cannot you cannot bring a drone
1: no they'll take it off you and yeah, you never see it again
0: yeah yeah they, they, you don't see it ever again yes
1: yeah so be warned people <laughs> don't take a drone, Yeah, It's like, okay. there's
0: a lot of stories in airports and destination weddings and
1: <laughs> yeah. And loads, there's loads that that's a, That's a whole different podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. I was thinking that that's another podcast. It's everybody thinks like, Oh, it's nice. Yes. Of course. I love, I love destination weddings, but there's a lot involved in it, to it And there a lot of hours and things that you have to, to think about because what you're bringing and everything you know like there's a lot of stuff to think about
1: it's it, i find them really stressful if before i go when i'm on the flight when i land then i'm shooting then you shoot one event then you're like i need to keep the cards here then i need to back it up on some ssd drive then maybe in another drive and then it's
0: just for the adding the whole, for the whole,
1: until until right until i come home with everything then i'm like oh, finally I yes, can but,
0: you know like it's finding your own system so, and uh, when something happens, you add something else to your system. So I, I always, I have a like a SSD hard disk. It's really small. So, and I should double the double slot cards. So I always download the cards into this, into my computer. I make a copy in my SSD and I keep one of the cards. So actually I always have three copies. So I have a lot of cards. So that uh, I always have three copies until I get home and I do my backups at home. So it's just about systems and it's just about how you organize yourself. And like the latest thing I added to my bag, like, okay, so my, my bag for traveling bag, it's a, it's a, the most nice bag. It's okay. four wheels. It's amazing bag. And when they start saying, oh, we're going to put your bags in, in the plane, blah, blah, blah i can put it as a backpack
1: okay yeah cool so
0: and and this is why i bought this bag specifically so i put it as a backpack so the back, backpacks they don't take it because i don't want them to take my equipment you know yeah and uh, the latest thing i added to to my bag is uh, a spare spare panties because once they my my bag didn't arrive and i had to buy everything all my closets. So at least if you have like some little things with you, you you're safe. Like at yeah. least in the morning, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Fresh underwear is a is a so must.
0: It's like you have this all these systems, and every time something happens, or so you talk to other photographers, and they tell you, oh, you know, you give you tips. And but it, yes, you have to just learn a lot of things. But it's nice. But but it's not as romantic and nice as some people idealize it. I guess. You have to love it. You really have to love to travel and you really have to love to, to do it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I do. I do love traveling and I love seeing new places, meeting new people. And I do have a good time when I'm shooting Destination Wedding, but I do find it like just super stressful. I have good systems. You know, I come back with four four copies of the wedding anyway um as well. And then when I get home, you know, I make another two more backups and everything. Like I'm pretty paranoid person when it comes to all of these kind of things. <laughs> okay. but, but um but I just still find them stressful, you know, um it's just uh, yeah, it's just one of those things, like but like yeah people people glamorize it a lot, you know, make it sound like it's like, oh, it's just the best, and it is it, the first few times I did it, I was just like, wow, this is flipping cool, you know, being called to go to another country where they have wedding photographers, but they've chosen you to shoot their wedding is is a is a pretty special feeling, I must say, you know, it' was very very nice uh feeling to 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 be able to shoot someone's wedding in another country, but once that feeling goes a little bit, then it's a bit like okay, now yeah, it's becoming it more stressful. Yeah, it depends on
0: on your way of life. Yes, we're we're changing the the subject of the of the podcast, but but yeah, it's it's all right. It's like for me, it's like I have my 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 child like half time, so so when I'm traveling, uh, uh, he's with his father, and when I come back, it's a time for me. So for me, it makes sense. But if we, if we had like a normal family, it would be harder to go and leave my kid. You know what I mean? yeah and also for me it's like uh, most of the time when I shoot uh, abroad and not not always but most of the time is with Frank so it's a way also to see each other it's a way to to spend some time together so it's nice and uh, yes yeah, so, but but doesn't work for everybody I guess it's,
1: yeah no I mean when I had my first kid I did like 10 in in that year like destinations and then I hated myself for that because I missed so much of uh, yeah the first like year um and now i only do three or four which i find is a really good balance for me anyway um, yeah it's quite nice to also leave the country and leave my family like you know um <laughs> absence makes a heart grow fonder and all of that good stuff so if uh, there is a bit of that now and again you, no <laughs> yeah yeah of course they do I mean, which is why i like going <laughs> and then i miss them as well because otherwise we're always just together you know like yeah. we're at home so and i'm at home so you know sometimes it's nice to have that little break as well i know it sounds probably selfish but it's 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 true <laughs> so it is what it is i was gonna ask like and yes. then we'll end it soon but uh just going back onto like you know flash and stuff like that but do you have any like cool lighting tricks that you find yourself like you know using like frequently like you know like a go-to where you're like yes i know this is gonna be a really good image and, and the couple are gonna love it you know do you have any like tricks or tips or anything that you do
0: so like i say my my go tip would be like always have a monopod with a flash uh, the and the and the sphere you know that would be like my go tip um i love side lights and uh, like something super easy it's just like light the couple and then with the gel with a second flash light the the background and that would always work because that is like that uncle bob cannot do that you know and nobody can do that with the phone so that makes that will make you like step out of of the normal photographer and it's easy you know it's like like the basic thing you can do
1: yeah that's so like you're basically like like the couple this is for portraits and i'm gonna assume like when you're lighting the
0: but anyways like for for the ceremony or for the getting ready or or situations that are happening i always have at least one light you know and it's like i try to put it as high as possible and um, as spread as possible as if it was the sun coming in 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 a, in a window so i try to emulate that light that's what i do and i do it in any situation so that's and uh, if i just have one flash so because it's th- it's hard to explain just like in a podcast and you're going to show it so i want i am going to talk about that in in nine dots so I'm going to show uh, my system, I'm going to show my schemes of light, you know? And because actually the system, my system is really easy, but it took me so long to get to it. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's the thing, right? Like, e- even sometimes when I'm shooting, people are like, oh, you could like make it seem like easy. But I'm like, I've been trialing and erroring, like, and I'm still yeah. doing that now to this day. Like, it's it's not just, I just don't walk into a room and suddenly go, boom, 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 boom. I'm going to put flashes here and my light is going to be perfect. That yeah, never yeah, happens. I,
0: now huh? it's easier to learn things. I see people that are starting and they're like two years or three years in the business and they're like, wow. And I am I am amazed. And, and it took me so long to get where I am right now. But also when I started, I've been a wedding photographer for 18 years. Wow! So when I started, okay. there was no podcast, no YouTube, no community, no conferences and workshops or anything, you know? And now it's uh, it's easy, and we put like what I teach. It it took me a long time to learn, you know, and trial yeah. and error. Yes, and it works for me. It doesn't mean that it has to work for everybody. It's just like what what's what's good for me, for my aesthetics, for what I like.
1: Yes, yeah, personal personal taste, you know, like yeah, definitely same for me as well. Like not everyone will like the way I shoot or the way I light, but I like it, and my clients like it, so pretty good yeah
0: that's that's important thing there's not right or wrong
1: i remember like actually the way i i started as well yeah because you're right there's a lot of like you know learning now online workshops conferences or whatever but like i started like learning flash when um uh, Flickr was around and i basically joined some strobis group and then i oh. met some bunch of guys who had like three four models and they just shoot them um and they were just all they were all hobbyists um and i and i, and I went to one of these meetups and it was like cost me 10 pounds to go and i took like two flashes and i just tried to figure out how to do off camera flash like and uh-huh. it took me so long i spent like 6 7 hours just learning and i was getting it wrong all the time and but it was quite nice because these guys would help you out and then i stumbled upon uh, Zacharias. and oh, his, yes, what, Zacharius. his yes. yeah still, his, I put,
0: his i put the 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 cd long the one ago. light yeah yeah the, exactly
1: the, the one <laughs> that's light DVD.
0: How we started
1: <laughs> yeah that's, that's how i started like i i watched that one light like, dvd it was amazing and yes, I was just like, if you, can do this with, if you can do this with one light. And then the next meetup, I went with literally just one light. And I was just like, I'm just going to master this one light. I don't care about yeah. any other lights. Yeah, then,
0: exactly. You have to start just with one.
1: Yeah. And, and then I, le- I learned just like that. You know, like the three, four, five flashes, they came afterwards. And that was lighting the scene rather than portraits. But even when I do portraits now, I only still just use one light. I don't use two just light sources.
0: A lot of flashes when I want to to light up a whole room.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Same.
0: But I, I I, use each one of them as with the mentality of an individual flash. You know what I mean? So at the end, it's just the same system multiplied by the flashes you put.
1: Yeah, yeah. I get what you mean, like in the separate areas and stuff like that, like how, how you yeah. use it, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much the same.
0: We're I, always pushing ourselves outside of our boxes, you know.
1: That's the beauty of this job. That's what yes. keeps you on your toes and keeps it fresh.
0: Our our job it's so creative and we can do so many things and we can push each other. You know, like and and this year I'm gonna try to do the opposite of what I do. I am gonna keep doing what I master, but I have to I have to learn something else. So now I'm going to try Softlight and I'm going to experiment with that and see how how it merged together. You know,
1: amazing. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. Really, yeah, look, really looking forward to uh, hearing your talk now in uh, uh, at the gathering and and your mini masterclass. It's going to be fun.
0: I can't, I can't wait. Yes, and to play ping pong. <laughs> One, two, three. Listen.
1: You can listen to previous episodes of the Dotcast anywhere people normally listen to podcasts, and you can find out more about Nine Dots membership and the Nine Dots gathering at nine-dots.co. <laughs>